everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Hands Podcast. Guys, today we have an amazing guest. I've been stalking him for about, I don't know, eight to nine months now <laughs> or something like that. I don't remember but to get him on the show. So we have Nick Long. So let me tell you guys a little bit about Nick Long. So, of course, devilishly handsome, but he has <laughs> he has um, done over half a billion dollars in revenue. He has exited two businesses for himself. He has created seven eight-figure businesses over the years, and through his company, The Multiple Club, they have created over 10 multimillionaires and have created hundreds of millions of dollars in increased revenue for businesses. And he's also worked with the med spot. Guys, I did my homework, so I know that. And so, you know, through the work they do, it's very holistic. Um, and like you said, they've helped to resurrect marriages, reconnected fathers with children. They bring clarity to life. And I actually did one of his programs. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. So, okay, without further ado, thank you for coming. Welcome, Nick. Man, I, I need to have you just travel around with me and and, and be my, my hype woman. Just it, it, like if I could walk into every room with that introduction... Game over. Game over. <laughs> well, you know, I do MC events. I just did one over 100 people this past Saturday. So if you need an MC, let me hey, know. We, we, might need an, we, we might need an MC for MC for the multiple club. Yeah, I would love to. But so, Nick, it's like, oh, my goodness. It's like just to even unpack having you on this show right now is just too much for me. So we're going to just kind of bring us through the journey of Nick Long. I know it's a lot, but tell us a little bit first, if you want to start there, how did you first get into entrepreneurship? And like, when did you know that you were different and you weren't just going to like work for somebody else? Yeah, that's a, that's a great, a great question. I mean, the, the unpacking of Nick Long, it's like, Ooh, pack your bag people. Cause we're about to head down memory lane here. Um, yeah. and, and it doesn't come without baggage. I'll tell you that much. Um, so the crazy thing is, I was just thinking about this the other day. I, was, I think I was telling um, uh, my partner Brian that I went over to my friend's house, uh, and like I, I grew up, like we weren't poor, but uh, but we weren't we weren't rich. My dad was a, a hardworking guy, father of four, stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. and you know we always had new things. But I, I I realized there was a big gap when I was about twelve years old. And we moved to a new town mm -hmm. and there was a, a gated community, a private community. I went, I went to this kid's house. Uh, his name was Aaron. And his house was like the biggest, best house I'd ever seen in my life. I'm talking like yeah. you know, 20 foot waterfall pool with three jumping spots. They had all the toys in the garage, nice brand new cars. And I said, man, I said, what is your, what does your dad do? And he said, my dad's an, <laughs> my dad's an entrepreneur. And I was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And I thought, I thought, I didn't even know what the word meant. You know, I, I couldn't even say it. But I, I, I thought it was like an architect or like a lawyer or a doctor, like something that you went to school uh, to become. And from yeah. that moment, from that moment forward, like I knew that uh, like an entrepreneur was someone that had their, their own business. I realized very quickly, like you couldn't go to school for it, even though there's, you know, entrepreneurial type degrees. And I used to, my, my initials are N, NJL and I remember it vividly. I would, I would write, I would make this logo over and over again. It was, if you can imagine the N, right. And then on the bottom of, of, of one of the, the legs, I would, I would connect a J and at the other uh -huh. bottom of the leg, I'd, I'd make an L. So it kind of made this like triangular logo. And in the middle, oh. I wrote ink and I, I didn't even know what that meant. You know, I'd like, so I would just write NJL ink, NJL ink. 
So I think from a very young age, I was programming my subconscious mind that I was going to be a, uh, an entrepreneur. What I was going to do, no clue. Um, but I, I knew I liked business. I knew I liked sales. And so the, the aha moment came when I, I joined a company. My, my family was fifth, five generations in the grocery industry. And so oh, wow. uh, and, and my, my grandfather used to say, son, people always have to eat. So you'll always have a job you know, and, uh, <laughs> so I, I just kind of followed in the family foot footprints, if you will. And I got a job at this food marketing company. I quickly became the youngest sales associate in the entire company at 20 years old. I was making great money. I mean, this is, this is back in, I don't know, 2000, no, 99, mm -hmm. uh, 99 around then. And I was making yeah. $80,000 a year as a 20 year old college student. I was walking around the, the office one day and everybody looked like a zombie. Like they'd been there mm -hmm. 15 years, 20 years. And the cubicles to me, like they, they looked like little mini prison cells, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and so I would, ask these, I would ask these older guys, you know, at the time I'm 20, they're, they're my age now. They, they, they seem yeah. like dinosaurs. And I'd be like, I'd be like well, how, how long have you been here? And if you don't mind, how much money are you making? And they told me, and it was like, wow, like this doesn't make sense to me. Like this doesn't, this doesn't make any sense to me. You know, they kind of seem like the, the walking dead. And so I knew that it was, it was a, a stepping stone. I knew that that moment in time was teaching me a, a very valuable lesson. And uh, mm -hmm. I always had like a side hustle going because I always wanted to like have the nicer things in life. And, and so I was managing a, a valet company and I, I, I would mm -hmm. always pick the restaurants that were the highest end restaurants because I knew that I could talk to people when they came in. I'd park their Ferrari, I'd park their Lamborghini, their Rolls Royce, yes. et cetera. Here in Newport Beach, you know, a Lamborghini might as well be a minivan because everybody has one. And so <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would always talk to these guys on their, their way out uh, or their way in about what they did. And, and all of them, 100% of them that I talked to own their own business. The ones that had the nicest cars, they, they own their own business. Well. Yeah. One of one of the uh, the one of the guys I managed was overhearing me say this, and he said, "He goes, why do you always ask people like what what they what they do?" He's like, "You do it in a very classy way," and I said, "Because I want to know, man. Like like this is not my passion in life. I did, I'm not going to be a valet Parker for the rest of my life, and I have a, I have a career right now in the mm -hmm. food industry, in the retail grocery industry that I'm not sure I'm gonna I'm gonna keep," and so. He says his, his name was Calvin, Calvin Klein, uh, like no joke, like, not, like the underwear, but it was, it was, the Calvin Klein. yeah, it wasn't the Calvin Klein, but his name was Calvin Klein and Calvin goes, well, you need to talk to a friend of mine. Um, he has a company in Europe that he's trying to bring over here to the United States. And I said, yeah. okay. And so I talked to this guy, he was a couple years older than me and he'd already made multiple millions of dollars and he was selling energy efficient light bulbs and he was having a problem getting distribution at, at grocery outlets here in the United States. And I was like, well, that's, that's what I do. I, I, <laughs> I'm I, in all the grocery stores. Yeah, I can help you. And so I, I took, a, I took one of his sales samples uh, along with me uh, to one of my sales mm -hmm. calls and on the way out, I said, Oh, by the way, what do you think about this? And I showed him the, the sample of the light bulb and he goes, I, I love it. Like energy crisis is on the rise. Um, but those things are too damn expensive. The, the manufacturers won't sell them to me for what I need to, to, to buy them to make a profitable retail margin. Yeah. So I asked him, I said, well, what would that need to be? And he told me, and I looked at my sales sheet and I, I almost fell out of my chair because 
I was about to sell them something that I was going to make about a 400% markup on, you know, wildly profitable. Oh I said, what if I could get you that price? He said, I'll buy them tomorrow. So like I pack up my stuff, you know, like with all this internal excitement, I wait 24 hours and I call him back. I said, Hey, I got some good news and bad news. Uh, good news is we can get close. The bad news is I need to charge you just a little bit more. Cause I wanted it to be believable. Right. And he goes, yeah. he goes done. That singular sale, that singular sale netted me $150,000. And wow. that, that, was, that was all I needed. I was like, I just, I just spent, you know, two weeks getting this deal put together that made me twice as much as I will make as you know, in, in, one all, year. in all year. And I said, I'm done. I dropped out of school. I, I, quit, I quit that, that career. My parents thought I was, I was, was crazy on all accounts. And literally by the time I was 23 years old, I was a multimillionaire. And we turned oh that, in, we turned that into a company with about a hundred, 150 people. Um, we were manufacturing about 15,000 light bulbs a day. We were the biggest lighting supplier to Home Depot, oh. Mexico. We had distribution all over Europe, Canada. Um, it was insane. And, and I also learned how to raise money during that time. Uh, we raised about $3 million in total from uh, private investors to, to scale that mm -hmm. business. And I never looked wow. back. I've, I've never, since that day, I was about 21 years old, I've never worked mm -hmm. with anybody else except for myself. Wow, that's, I mean, that's so exciting. And, and that's the true entrepreneurship because there's so many people now that say, oh, I work for myself. I'm an entrepreneur and they're making like $3. Well, that, that's what, that's, I, I actually have a phrase for that. I call them entrepreneurs, you know, they, <laughs> they, they want to be an entrepreneur, but like yeah. A, they're, they're not fully committed or B, like they lack the, the skill set, the mindset and the network to truly become one, you know? And well, yeah. I think the, I think the word entrepreneur has been completely bastardized, you know, and and bastardized. I, and I and I, I encourage everybody to be an entrepreneur of sorts, um, but not everybody was willing to do what's required to be one. Yeah, and and, and you brought up an important point. Um, the you said they don't have the skill set or they don't have the network to right. become an entrepreneur. You know, there's so many people that. You know, they believe that just like sitting behind their computer, they're going to make millions. And sometimes you can, depending on what you're doing, obviously. Um, you know, so talk a little bit more about the network. And I know it sounds so cliche. It's like your net worth is your network. And I know it sounds yeah. so cliche, but it's definitely true. So can you tell us a little bit more uh, about that concept? And if you could apply it to, say, for example, the aesthetics world. You know, sure. these people who own like mezzas and things like that. Like, how do you think your network kind of translates into business? Oh my gosh, it's 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 everything. Um, it really it really is. I mean, that's that's why people do hire me. You know, as a coach, as a mentor, they come into the uh, the multiple club, a comprehensive consultant, mm -hmm. like whatever you want to label it as. But they're they're paying me ultimately for two things: my knowledge and my network, right? And and the ability and the ability to to, to collapse time for, for them. Because you can imagine mm -hmm. over the, the years, I've, I've, I mean, shit, this, this cell phone's pretty damn valuable, you know? Mm -hmm. Retail, maybe, you know, a thousand bucks for an iPhone, but inside of there exists all the people that I've been able to generate over a half a billion dollars of, of income with, you know? Um, yeah. And also too, inside of here, inside of my head, 
you know, like I, I possess the knowledge and, and the mindset that that's gotten me there too. So the one thing I could recommend to anybody, especially people in the, in the med spa uh, industry is to look and find like a mentor and or a mastermind that, that can help them. And a lot of people mm-hmm. look at it as like a cost. Well, I can't afford it. I look at mm-hmm. it as an investment and reframe it as you can't afford not to. Like mm-hmm. when you can start to think differently that way, it changes the game for, for, for these people. I mean, specifically the one med spa that, that we work with. I mean, yeah. when, they came, when they came in to the multiple club, they were probably doing 60,000 a month in, in revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mm-hmm. think they're, they're about to eclipse 200,000 a month now. And it was just yeah. it was some small tweaks that we were able to make both in their mindset and then also their skill set that literally like changed the course and the trajectory for them. You know, the other thing you have to look yeah. at is like the people you surround yourself with. Like it is it is a cliche, but it's very true that you will ultimately become like the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. If you look around your life and those people aren't adding to your life, if they're not lifting you up, if they're not challenging you, if they're not holding you accountable, like you have to hold yourself accountable to a higher standard. And so, you know, one thing that I've been very fortunate is, is I've been able to surround myself with the right people. And you know, they say luck is where opportunity, you know, and, and, and preparation meet. And so, you know, people are like, wow, you're so lucky. I'm like, Phew. I work my ass off to get here. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with, with the, um, you know, the multiple club itself is not like a, a med spa specific, you know, uh, mastermind or container, but it's a community mm-hmm. for elite entrepreneurs that are looking to get a PhD in, in becoming an entrepreneur becoming a black belt in, in, in being an entrepreneur. And the only reason yeah. I'm qualified to sit in this chair and lead is because of the 21 years of mistakes, the 21 yeah. years of, of success, the 21 years of networking, the 21 years of mm-hmm. investing into myself. And all mm-hmm. I'm doing is instilling that knowledge and basically giving them a decade of my life in a day so that they can accelerate their life forward. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think that's so important, you guys, when you're, when you're listening to this, it's like, because it's also really important for you to surround yourself with people that are not in your industry. Because I think sometimes in this industry, and I've been to different conferences, and I spoke at conferences and things, sometimes I can feel to be a little cannibalistic. Is that mm. the word? I don't know, but it's like it's the same people you're learning from all the time. You're not really getting different perspectives. And sometimes if you're hanging out with I don't know, engineers, or you're hanging out with people who do e-commerce, or you're hanging out with different types of people, they're going to have a, a different perspective and kind of bring something else to your business that maybe you didn't see because you're hanging around the same people in the same industry all the time. Right. You got to no, do that. You, you nailed it. And it's like, you know, uh, this, this water bottle here, like sometimes mm-hmm. you're inside the water bottle, you can't see the label, right? But from the outside, I can clearly see this label. I can clearly describe the label. I can tell you what's right with it, what's wrong with it. And the mm-hmm. cool thing about what I do is I'm not emotionally attached to their business. A lot of yeah. business owners come with their, with their own bullshit, sorry for the language, their own bullshit stories and their own baggage. And I can clearly see through that, call them out on it, you know, sort of dismantle the things that are not working about their life and their business 
like mm-hmm. hold up a giant ass mirror, let them understand it's all them and then challenge mm-hmm. them to a new standard and then hold them accountable to that. And it's not, it's not rocket science. Like as a result yeah. of that, their life and their business accelerates. So, you know, like people are like, how could you help every industry? And I'm like, because business itself is fairly simplistic. It's the yeah. human nature that makes it complex, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, as I say, it's never the business man or the business plan, it's the business man or the business woman, right? Mm-hmm. Because their business, if you're listening to this right now and you don't like the results of your business, go take a long ass look in the mirror because it's all you. And once you understand that, once you fully embrace that, then you know that, wow, like I am the problem, but therefore I am the only solution. So you stop looking externally, you start looking internally, you start making different choices. And because you make those different choices, you get a different result. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I love that because you got to tell me the, um, you got to tell me the equation again. What is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So, the, plus yeah. so the, the equation is IV equals EV. So IV okay. equals EV. What, what does that even mean? Intrapersonal value, like the value that you place on yourself, the constant investment into yourself will ultimately dictate and determine your enterprise value. So said differently, like your self-worth will determine your net worth. Your self-worth mm-hmm. will, will determine your network. Your network yeah. will determine your network and so on and so forth. And so as I say, like you got to take a daily dose of vitamin U. So if you can imagine like the concept of an IV, like going into your arm, you have to look Mm -hmm. in the mirror every single day and understand that you're not in competition comparison to anybody else than the version of who you were yesterday. And Mm -hmm. actually amplifying that and becoming a little bit better every single day. And the better you become, Wow, a miracle, the better your business becomes. Yeah. Business didn't get easier. I just got better. Stronger, yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, my, my propensity to handle pressure, to handle stress, like, has that capacity has increased. Therefore, I can look and run bigger opportunities than I did before. The only thing I, I would change about my journey as an entrepreneur is I would have started joining like groups and masterminds long before I did because I fought alone. I fought alone for a long time. And that was a very, very dark place. And once I started getting into rooms with other entrepreneurs who were vulnerable enough to open up about their shortcomings and the things that uh, they were struggling with, I was like, whoa, like, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just part of an insane group called entrepreneurs. Like you have to be yeah. a little bit crazy to become an entrepreneur. The propensity for failure is 80%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, but we're like, wow. I'll take it. Those are good odds. Like, uh, you know, it's, 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 like, it's like Jim Carrey in, in Dumb and Dumber. I'm like, so you're telling me there's a chance. Because that's how, that's, that's how, we, that's how we see things. But once I was in this, this group with, mine was all men, but when I was in, in this group with all these men, like, man, the level of accountability, the level of clarity, the level of connection, like ratcheted up dramatically. And my business literally doubled in one year. One year. Wow. From three and a half million to over seven million in one year. 
Wow, just by, you know, having a mastermind. And, you know, if you could kind of dig in a little bit deeper for us and kind of paint the picture, what were some of those dark moments like? Like when you were by yourself, doing it yourself? Like, tell us more about that. So here, here's why I know that IV equals EV. Um, it's not something like I, I learned in a book. It's, it's something that I had to learn the, the, the very hard way. Um, when I was in my 20s, uh, l- like mid to late 20s, business was doing 50 plus million a year. And uh, mm-hmm. I had all the trappings of the world. Like there was no keeping up with the Kardashians back then. But if, but if, 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 there, if there was, I was definitely keeping up, right? I had the Ferrari, the Range Rover. I had an S500 limo murdered out, you know? Uh, like I had a vintage, a vintage, a vintage sports car flying, to, flying to, to Vegas on private jets, gambling, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars at the Playboy Mansion. Mm-hmm. So like from the outside, I mean, watches, I mean, I had it all like outside. Everybody was like, wow, you, you, you got it all figured out on the inside. I was, I was like literally imprisoned in my own world, you know? So I was financially free, but I was emotionally bankrupt because I kept thinking Mm. that all this materialism, all this existentialism, everything in the, the external world was going to make me happy. And it never does. Like what yeah. makes you happy is, is being a whole person, you know? And so mm-hmm. that was, that was the, the biggest success and failure that I had was that mm-hmm. I was successful, quote unquote, but I felt like a failure. I felt like a mm-hmm. fraud, you know? And I think all entrepreneurs have this like ideology of like, if then, right? Like if I made, and then they fill in the blank, a million, two million, 10 million, a hundred million, then I would be happy mm-hmm. on myself, spend more time with my children. You know, my, my, mm-hmm. my spouse would love me. And it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like that. You know, I say like, if you actually work on yourself, then you would have 10 million, 20 million, 30 million. Cause you would start to see that you are the asset. Like you're mm-hmm. the greatest asset. And you're also the greatest liability out of your business. And so like for me, because I was in this place where I didn't appreciate me and I I was only chasing like the materialism type stuff, ultimately I burned it all to the ground. I didn't respect the, uh, the the money because I didn't respect myself. Wow. Wow. And then what, what, what what really happened is that, I became a husband and a father. And then that yeah. added like even more weight to my plate, you know, because like, if it's yeah. me, it's just Nick Long, like I'll curl up under a park bench. I'll figure it out. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I have, I literally have figured the craziest shit out in my life by myself, but now I had a wife, I had kids. My kids didn't choose into this life. Like they didn't, they didn't choose life. We, my wife and I chose to bring them into this life. And so it is my, yes. my responsibility, like as a father, as a provider, to make sure that they avoid the very same pains that I went through as a child and, and an adult. And so mm-hmm. when, when, I had, when I had my son, you know, I'm sitting there like holding my son, looking at him going like, how am I going to raise him to be a man when I don't even feel like one? Yeah. And I was like, something's got to give, like something's got to change. 
because I had the seven figure business. I had the, the quote unquote trophy wife. I had the white picket fence. I had the, the, the two kids and the dog. Like it was the American quote unquote dream, but it felt like my own personal night, nightmare. And so like I would come home and, you know, my best friend was, his name was Tito and he came in a bottle with a little copper top, you know? And so the only way I could like find a way out of the thoughts in my head uh, and the feelings in my heart was through sedation. And sedation is basically a mechanism of disconnecting from the, the reality that you and I have created for ourselves. And so I found this crazy band of brothers that were all like me, that all, you know, they're all fathers, they're all husbands, they were all, uh, you know, entrepreneurs. And they all shared the same like anxieties, the same frustrations. And for the first time in a long time, probably since my NCAA wrestling career, I felt like I was part of a team. I felt like I was part of a community. I felt like if I slipped, someone would be there to, 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 to pick me up. I felt like when I was successful, they would like, you know, praise and exalt me, not try to tear me down, not try to say I got lucky, not all this stuff. And because we're in this, this container of fierce accountability, all of us like accelerated. It's like the rising tide lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My Yeah. Wow. And, and, you know, you talked about sedation and like, and people, you know, ladies, I know there's a lot of ladies that listen to this, but any men, whatever, sedation comes in many different forms. It could be shopping. It could be sex. It could be, there's so many different television watching. It's food, (laughs) it's social media, it's pornography, it's sex, it's, you know, serial dating, it's, cheating lying drinking smoking mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. any of those things yeah anything with Sedation. an ing on it <laughs> <laughs> anything with the ing yeah and so you know we really and i feel like i'm in church guys but it's like you have to really like you know think about those things guys that you're that you're doing and if your business is not going into like if you look at your ivy your intrinsic value are you yeah. are you truly doing things that contribute to your self-worth every day, right. you know, like I, so Nick, I'm going to talk about your core four. So Nick has this thing called core four that I hopped on and it was like, it took me like a little too long to finish it because <laughs> my discipline sometimes, but like the core four was like the most amazing thing. It's just like, you know, you have your green smoothie in the morning, you read, you journal, there's journal prompts, you exercise, I was doing my squats, my pranks, all these things. you do all these things every single day. And the most important thing that I loved about the core four that I got from you, Nick was the gratitude. Yeah. like just showing gratitude yep. to two people like every single day and, and it's like how many of you guys actually tell different people every day it could be your botox supplier it could be your it could be who whoever that you're thankful for them 100%. that was really cool yeah i mean it's called relationship equity right and it's it's one of the most yeah. powerful forms of, of equity we have out there we all want to build equity in our business but like mm-hmm. we don't think about building equity in our, our relationships. So through the, pra- through the yeah. practice of gratitude, you're actually building that relationship back equity. You just missed it, or you just mentioned it, like your Botox supplier, your employees. Imagine your employees, like recognition is the craziest thing in the world. They say babies cry for it. Men and women die for it to get recognized. Like DM. you can go farther with recognition than you can a pay raise, right? Like when you praise mm-hmm. When you praise somebody, it's better than a pay raise somebody, right? And so, um, like, when when you do that, like, it goes so far. 
And so the core yeah. four is, is this daily dose of vitamin U. It's your IV that you're tapping into. And you realize that you are the asset, right? And that mm -hmm. like anything in your external world has been created by your internal thoughts and actions, right? And the more we honor our commitments to ourselves, like the more likely we are to honor the big commitments out in the world. And so uh. it's never about like, it's never about, you know, saying we're going to do something. It's in the doing of the thing that actually the mm -hmm. result comes, comes from. And so core four is a way to holistically approach your life. And it, it's across, you know, kind of four quadrants, your physical body, your overall being, your balance, which is your relationships and then business. Right. And so mm -hmm. the way I, the way I kind of, you know, equate it is like, you've got the, we've all been blessed with this like F1, like sports car, you know, our physical body. And it's, it's complex yeah. and it's got a lot of, you know, working parts that can break down. And it's like, you know, you would never see an F1 driver hop in that car straight cold out of the gates and go try to win the Indianapolis 500 just wouldn't happen. Like the car would not be equipped to do that. Right. And so, but that's how we are as human beings. We just get up and we're like, let's go, let's go world. Here I come. And then we go out into the fight of the world and we're just beat up and we don't weaponize yeah. ourselves emotionally, physically, and, and mentally. Mm. And so that's what the, the practice of core four is, is that you wake up and you, you get your body moving. Like it's impossible to feel depressed and anxious, like when you're working out, there's dopamines, you know, there's endorphins that are being released. And then you fuel your body with something good, aka the, the green smoothie. Now you now not only are you, is your brain working well, but you're more you're 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 more alert and you're feeling great because you just fueled your yourself with something good. And then you take a moment to slow down. Like in this world, we're 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 so connected through these damn devices, but we're never in the, the history of, of humanity have we been more disconnected from ourselves because we have all this stuff coming at us all the time. And I look at your life and I look at your life and I look at your life and I'm like, ah, why does she have that? Why does he have that? Instead of saying like, what do I want? And what matters? And why do I even want that? What do I believe that thing that I want is going to get me? And so the, through the practice of meditation, in journaling, like we get to know ourselves at a deep level. And that way we can clearly say no to things and we can clearly say yes to the things that we want that serve us. I mean, I journal, I journal like a 12 year old girl, like <laughs> it's it, 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 it crazy. And, and then like, then you find gratitude for the people in your life. Cause what is life? What is a life worth living without the people that like we love? And that could be, your relationships, your spouses, your partners, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your fiancés, your booty call, whoever it is, like let it, let them know, <laughs> let them know that you're grateful for them. And then it's also, it's also, yeah, it's also, it's, it's also your, your, your relationships that, that matter. Like I've been able to, to rebuild things so fast, like because of my Rolodex and because I I've deposited like equity into those relationships so there's times where i need to make a massive withdrawal and i can do that mm -hmm. and then wow. then you set three business things that you're going to do like three things come hell or high water i don't care what happens you're going to get these three these three things done a to-do list that keeps growing and never gets done done might as well be called a doo-doo list because like you ain't doing shit <laughs> like you're just making yourself feel good by creating this to-do list yeah. Right. But yeah. It, we call it we call it BBAs or B and T's, brick building activities or 
business non-negotiable targets. Like these are non-negotiable. You're going to get these done every single day, whatever it is. You're going to send that email. You're going to, you're going to cold prospect X amount of people. You're going to, you know, set seven appointments for your med spa, whatever that is, you get that shit done and you don't leave the office until you do get it done. And guess what? When you get those things done, you'll come home and you'll feel accomplished. When you feel accomplished, mm-hmm. you've worked out, you've meditated and you've done all this stuff, then the sedation kind of goes away. Sedation goes away. What comes in its place? Action. And then when you get action, you get results. When you get results, you get reaffirmed. When you get reaffirmed, confidence, it's like rings of a tree that just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger over time. And then before you know it, it's a freaking oak tree. That doesn't mean it's not going to go through a storm, but those roots are planted Mm -hmm. so deep that it will not move. It will not shake it. Yeah. Right. And look, I mean, you are the product. If you're in the med spa business, you are the product. Like, you know, it's like the the old adage, like never trust a skinny chef. You know, because (laughs) it means he's he's not eating his own food. I mean, it's like if you walk into a med spa, like you are the product. You know, the, the reason why one of the, 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 one of the primary reasons why our, our client that's in multiple clubs is doing so well is because they practice all the stuff I just preached on. And they oh. are beautiful human beings from the inside out. Inside out, yeah. And that glow is attracting. It's like a, it's like a light that's calling in people into their community. You know, mm-hmm. and they're doing these BBAs. They're very clear on what their brick building activities are every single day mm-hmm. to help them drive incremental revenue. They drive incremental revenue. Guess what? They could spend more money on marketing. They could spend more money on equipment. They can spend more money on the aesthetics mm-hmm. of the actual spa, yes. which mm-hmm. now people come mm-hmm. and you, now you do that. You can elevate your prices. You can set yourself apart from the competition by realizing you're your only competition. And going to war every single day with yourself and like the thoughts that that we have that hold us back. Exactly. And, and so with that, so guys, remember, besides MPBLs, make sure you have your MPBLs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I do want to ask you too, Nick. Um, so I know that when you talk like business succession planning and, and things like that, there's this whole cry about make sure like you have to make yourself redundant as quickly as possible because many med spa owners are still the technician, you know, and they're injecting their 50s, 60s. And it's like, that's not the goal, obviously. So if you could give a couple quick tips about how can a med spa owner work on making themselves redundant um, in their business so that they can focus on more big picture things. Right. So I always have, I always say you should enter your business with the exit in mind. The first thing the the first thing they do before an airplane takes off is they make you aware of where the exits are, right? Yeah. But like in a business, like we get into it and we just like we're just hustle and muscle, and we're like, how quickly can I get to fifty grand a month? How quickly can I get to a hundred grand a month? Not really thinking that like the overall value of a business is the actual value of the business. You know, it's the difference of like looking at it as an ATM that you're just withdrawing money or the actual mm-hmm. bank an institute of leverage, right? And compounding interest. And so first of all, the core four is what I call a personal operating system, right? It's an operating system for you as a human being. But then the IV and the EV, 
you also have to have a professional operating system, right? And so we have a thing called the Empire Operating System. And it was, it was built over many, many years. Uh, it's responsible for hundreds of exits, but it's a way that entrepreneurs can go from working in their business to on their business. And it helps you get very, very clear on where the holes in your organization are and then how to plug those holes, how to have a systemic uh, uh, operating system that eventually will work without you. Because uh, if someone, if I'm buying a business, like I want to know that if Leslie goes away, the business doesn't go away. Because if Leslie goes away and the business goes away, well, Leslie didn't really have a business. She had a high paid hobby, you know? And so that's where I think a lot of these med spa owners find themselves in is where they're like, man, this is crazy. Like if I'm, if my, if not, if my feet is in the clinic, if my hand isn't on the needle, you know, like I'm not making money. And so you have to duplicate, you have to duplicate yourself inside of the business. And the way you duplicate yourself inside of the business is you have a vision for where you want to go. You have a roadmap on how to get there. You're diligent about doing it. You get up every single day and do the core four. You attack your BBAs or your BNTs every single day. And eventually, like you'll have, you know, all these people underneath you that you, you know, OP, o, 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 OPE, or other people's efforts that you're making mm-hmm. money on. And mm-hmm. now you have something that's predictable, profitable, scalable, and sellable. I mean, that's mm. the way you to go. And the first part of that is the predictable model. And so by implementing yeah. like a, a business operating system, like in marrying that up to a professional operating system, sky's the limit. I mean, this is, wow. this is rinse and repeat what we did for, for the med spa that went from 60 grand to over 200,000 a month. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then, and, and that's a goal for a lot of mess spas want to be, you know, that's where they want to be. So that, yeah. that's great. So how, so how can, you know, our, our med spa owners, plastic surgeons, whoever's listening, how can they get in contact with you guys and how do they become a member of your coaching program? Just walk us through yeah, that so, process. Um, uh, they can, they can, a couple of things, like, of course, follow me and, and the multiple club on Instagram. So my, my Instagram handle is at Nick long, three, six, five at Nick long, three, six, five coming at you 365 days of the year. Uh, and then we have at, <laughs> at the multiple club. So it's just at the multiple club. So you follow those accounts. We give away a ton of free content insights and, and things like that. Uh, but if they want to come out, we have events here monthly, uh, we call it the dojo here in Newport Beach. That's where entrepreneurs train to become a black belt in the in the martial arts of being an entrepreneur. So we have events mm-hmm. monthly here. They can go to multipleclub.com. So it's just multipleclub.com. They can click apply. Uh, eventually, they'll end up on a phone call with myself or Brian. And uh, mm-hmm. if they're a good fit, uh, because we are very protective about who comes into this community, then we'll invite them out to uh, a, an event here at the dojo. And at that event, we kind of peel back the curtain. We open up the fire hose. We give them all this information uh, mm-hmm. in, in the course of a day. We teach them all the core principles. And then from there, uh, there's an invitation, not an obligation to join the multiple club. 
That's so excellent. So you guys listening, if you guys really want to exit your business someday and you want to build a multi-million dollar brand and mirror the success of this other med spa that I saw him working with, you should reach out and sharpen your iron with some people outside of the industry. <laughs> because we all know in this industry, some of these people are catty and they don't want to see you win. So get around some other people who do. All right. I mean, it's the crabs in a bucket syndrome, you know, and it's like yeah. they're pulling down. Yeah. And so... Like you gotta, you gotta be like what we say at the multiple club is pain shared is pain divided. Like the more I can mm -hmm. share the pains about my life, the more I can share the pains about my business, the quicker I can divide it and move on from it. But we also say success shared is success amplified. And so we share our wins all the time and we like lift people up. We encourage the hell out of them because we want everybody mm -hmm. to win. I'm, I'm a big proponent in the more I help people get what they want, ultimately the more I get what I want, you know? Yeah. Hundred percent. Wow, Nick. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So this is, we can go all day. <laughs> I know. I know we could. And it's just like you know, I, I I I just love all the knowledge that you dropped here. And so everyone, I'm going to be linking everything. Um, you know, his Instagram handles and the website. All of that's going to be linked in the show notes. And you guys should reach out to him if you want a copy of the core four. That's something you should definitely reach out to him for. Maybe I can Absolutely. include that in my newsletter today. Your information. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for your time. All right, Leslie. It's always great seeing you. You're just a big ball of energy, and I love it. I feed off of it. <laughs> great. Yeah, let the stalking continue. Thank you. I will continue to stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> Like what you heard? Please leave us a review. I appreciate you listening and your support. Follow us on Instagram at Plan Life Happens and comment on this episode's post. Also, I appreciate your feedback and ideas. Improving is the name of the game. I'm Leslie Tracy, your host. Thanks for listening. <laughs>